Hello, and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns, here with Lisa Stearns, and we're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Good day, and welcome to the next episode of Just Just One one thing. Thing. We've taken a slight break for our summer vacation, but we are back, and a lot is happening in the world right now, and a lot of people are angry. I've just noticed on social media, with our clients, with our friends, people are just on a very short fuse, and so today's title is, I'm just so angry. I <laughs> <laughs> want to explore, like, what are the reasons for this anger? Uh, what can you do about having all of this anger? Can you mitigate it? Can you use it? Can you leverage it? And uh, can I interject? We're going to explore that a little bit. And I you think may you, too. Do you even know that you are angry? Have it. You may not That's be aware that you're right. angry. Yeah, I think uh, people may not even know that they're short fuse and like lashing out, mm-hmm. uh, both in writing and when speaking. But it's uh, it's just very common right now. So I know you've been having a lot of experience with uh, people you've been talking to with just anger. Uh, so maybe you could just talk a little bit about what do you see that anger coming from before we talk about how, how you can deal with it, what can you do to make it better? Um, I know for myself, from the conversations you and I have had, from the conversations I've had with the the granted limited number of people that I'm having contact with, um, I know for myself, I, I have felt frustrated, I have felt trapped, I have felt confined. Um, I would say frustrated is the bigger one. So this is in the context of being somewhat locked down, not getting out of the house. What, yes, yeah, okay. I, I think it, I think it's I think it's the Corona thing. So there's the whole virus thing about you can't go out, you can't all the things you can't do. Right. As soon as you say can't to me, I'm pushing back. Right. I'm a, I got a big can't push back. Um, but I think at the same time. It's it's the politics and it's the racial thing that every sure. everything that's going on I think is triggering almost everybody somehow. Yeah, I agree. No matter which side of all which of side these you're, on. you're on, right? You're, you're right. on edge because it's in your face, right? Every day and the the whichever side you're on, and I'll probably talk a little about which side I'm on as we go through. But whatever side you're on of all of these controversies, to mask, to unmask. Right. To remove monuments, not remove monuments, right. defund the police, not def- defund police. You Republican, know, it's, it's, Democrat, it's, it's whatever it is. so politicized and it's like there's no ability to discuss it. Because right. even right. discussing it seems to be a betrayal to your side right. of that issue. And so you're just angry with everybody. Yeah, everything feels like, like a battleground. Why, why can't you see what I'm talking <laughs> right. about? Like, how can you be so stupid? Right. Like, everybody or, seems to be like that. Right. Or... You know, why are you attacking me for this is this is my belief. So everybody right. feels attacked. Everybody feels You're misunderstood. Yes. Everybody feels like everybody else is like ignorant and dumb. And so it's just, it's, it's hard to not, process. Be, yes. not be angry. I think it's hard to process it all. I think it's hard to figure out what to do with the emotions you are feeling. And, I th- and, and we have, and I'll, I'll emphasize this a lot. We have talked in the past, I think, at root of most anger, is very real something fear. Else, yes. you're, you're afraid of something. You're afraid that society is unraveling. You're afraid that you know the police force that you rely on is not going to be there. You're afraid that when you drive down the street, you're going to be stopped and be at risk of death. Right. You know from the police force. 
you're afraid that you know the crazy other side is going to win the presidential election. Uh, and, and all of these things are, are fear-based. You're afraid right. you're not understood and that your lifestyle is under siege. Right. And so right. all of these things make you fearful, and then that makes you angry because you're trying to protect it, your family, right. you know, yourself, well, your way of life. And, and I think it, what, what I'm finding that so many people are really missing out on is right now our basic needs feel under threat. Sure. I mean, it's yeah, hard, I mean, it's it's hard to get food. Right. You some, can't just go to the grocery store like you used to. You have to think about well, when's the next time and do I have my mask and, you know, am I, am I going when there's going to be crowds and have they wiped off the, like everything is, there's decisions to be made about everything. So even our most basic needs, and it's, we're in the East Coast, it is hot, hot, hot right now. Right. So you can't go out. So there's no place to go to get away from the heat if and your air conditioning is Right. So, you know, I think there's just so many places that we are being hemmed in from all sides of three really hot areas. Right. And I, and I think, you know, you talked about um, the coronavirus because I think that is probably at the root of making everything worse because there, and for many and for most, I say, there is a real fear right. of, you know, death serious long-term illness and after effects for you, right. your family, family, anybody. Right. And so that that's like a very primal fear, yes. you know, is to be yes. afraid of, safety. of death and dismemberment. Right. Just basic safety needs, right. absolutely. So that's, you're afraid. And so anything that triggers or impacts that is going to make you angry. Right. Because you're going to try to protect yourself, protect your family. Or anything on top of that. Right. You know, if you, if you are living, if there is an underlying worry and I, I think a lot of people would doubt that it was fear. But if there is an underlying, even subconscious concern... Well, I'm, that's a good thing you break, break that up, bring that up, because most people don't recognize right. that their anger is based on a primal uh, fear, fear at right. some level. Right. Um, yeah, so I think, you know, if, if, if you're, you're operating also, you're continually operating right now, I believe in a negative, hmm. where, where just our basic existence is highly stressed and then you put on top of that the other two things three things that are going on in the world in the country um and i think that does lead to feelings of anger okay. i think i think the end result is anger so, because it's the easiest right so i'm right to be fearful i'm right to be angry Absolutely. things are just happening that are going to make me angry right. so, so what do i do with that that's right. that's what we really wanted to explore right. today right. because being angry all the time is damaging to your health, yes. mentally, physically. It hurts your immune system. The very thing you shouldn't be doing in the right. midst of facing an illness. Right. It makes it more difficult to talk with people who might be, you know, on the opposite uh, side of some right. of the views because you can't communicate well with when you're angry. Right. So, what, what do you do with all this anger? Um, well, what do you what what do you think is best? I, I know you have had a, a I've had my own battles with anger, but it's very well, different from your battles yeah, my, with anger. My battles with anger is I recognized in me early on I had a very explosive temper. It okay, was, the fuse was very very long, but man, when it went, right? You know, I would I would punch holes in walls. I would be fearful that I would hurt somebody okay. that was causing me issues. You know, I certainly would get angry at inanimate objects a lot. Okay. You know, slam covered doors or kick the, put a dent in the car if I bump my shin against the fender or something okay. like that. And so it was very explosive for me and I felt uncontrolled. Okay. Um, so I was, I lived in fear of becoming angry. Okay. Um, and what I, what I have done is, you know, slowly through a lot of the mindfulness things that we right. have done is just, first of all, you have to recognize when you are angry. 
Absolutely. And, you know, and certainly a lot of my history is, you know, I would scream, I would, you know, pound the ground, whatever. And I found for me, um, expressing the anger, which so many people too, you know, scream into a pillow, punch a bag. To me, this is pr probably not true for everybody, but for me, if I expressed my angry anger, it made me angrier. Okay. It didn't dissipate it. It didn't make it better. Okay. And so what I try to do is recognize when am I starting to get angry? What are conditions where something that may be easy to ignore did cause me to be angry? Okay. And I, I mean, for me, if I, if I get physically hot uh -huh. or I get overtired or I've already been used, doing a lot of mental work, I am more susceptible to, anger. to that ex explosive mm -hmm. anger. So just knowing when those situations arise is the first step. Okay. And then secondly, it's like it's using mindfulness techniques to just try to find a pause between the angering situation right. and like, okay, what am I going to do with this? Am I going to explode? Uh, I'm a little bit angry, but I'm not going to cut can, that can guy off in choice? traffic. Right. Can't you and make it's the allowing yourself and trying to make that choice and, and, and over time dissipating that anger, right. letting it like just sort of fizzle out, pull the plug on it rather right. than letting it build up and get stronger and right. stronger. And let me tell you, that takes, that a, lot, takes a lot, a lot of work and, right. it's, and it's taken me decades right. to really get control of that anger so that I, I, I truly rarely feel outright anger right. anymore. It's just right. very, very rare for that to happen. I, I keep track of my habits right. um, and I think it's really been well over two years since I've experienced true just like anger, and, anger, uh -huh. which is like for me, that's pretty amazing. Right. But, but it, right. it takes a lot of work. Immediately, what can you do? Um, let me turn that back over to you because for me, it's been a long-term process, but right. I'm sure there are things you can do short-term to maybe short-circuit that anger. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, and so you've described a certain anger. I, I believe that anger, for me, hmm. anger was, and and I would be surprised if this isn't the case for most people. But I'm not a psychiatrist or psychologist, so so I I only have whatever self experience I have in reading. But to me, anger comes out of continually suppressing things that happen to you. Frustration. Whatever frustration, whether you're being devalued, whether you're being disrespected, mm, whether you're sure. um, victimized, whatever it is, it's a constant shoving down gotcha. of whatever you're experiencing at the time, and that continues to build and build and build till you have these mm -hmm. eruptions. Um, so, uh, I agree. The first thing you have to to recognize and look at is, oh wait a minute, I'm feeling something. And, 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 and initially, this is anger. Mm. Like, like initially, right. I, I, what I did in, 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 in rewiring how I experience anger is the first thing was to first recognize, okay, I'm feeling something that feels uncontrollable. Well, yeah, because sometimes you don't it recognize as anger. I just right. I'm, I, like I'm feeling something in my it's body. Really that's uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Right. Yeah, I need to do something with it. Right. Right. And when we have that strong emotion, I think physical or verbal explosion is the, the shouting it, whatever whatever it is right whatever punching, it is shoving that's the stomping, way to get rid of whatever. that built yeah. up yeah it's energy. strong it's very well, it's strong a, it's a survival instinct to be angry you know for whatever reason out of fear survival whatever anger right. is a way to you know and it and it causes that flood of, right. of basically in most cases this is the fight fight right um impulse of, of the fight and flight and just like you're full of you know, adrenaline and your blood pressure goes up and your digestion shuts down and your yep. muscles tense. Yep. yep. And so, so the blood is rushing all to your extremities. You're ready to defend right. yourself or right. attack right. somebody. Right. Yeah. 
Um, so I think the, uh, almost with everything we've talked about, I think the first thing is recognizing I'm, I'm feeling this pent up Something. discomfort. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, for me anyway, I can only really speak for my own, but I had to recognize what, I had to label what it actually was. Okay. So my initial response was I'm angry. Hmm. Well, frequently it wasn't anger. Frequently it was, I am responding to somebody because historically this exact same situation made me feel made me feel disrespected. Mm -hmm. It made me feel humiliated. It made me feel um, less than or sure. whatever. And that brought up, like, I don't know what to do with that and this comfortable feeling or uncomfortable feeling. Right. So I'm going to shout. I'm going to stamp. I'm going to be loud. I'm going to whatever it is you do when you're angry. Um, so I think it, it, it is stopping and pausing and recognizing that I'm feeling something uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I think next it is... What am I? What am I going to do? You know, right. and and I believe the best thing you can do at that moment, if you can, once you get to the point that you can recognize, I feel something. I think if you can pause and take a breath or two. Oh yeah. It changes, and that's well, not and that's not a that's not a panic tough puff. That's a right. that's a like can, shoulders down, right. relaxed thought. Well, yeah, deep I, belly. Breathe. I mean, they used to say you know count to ten. Right. Or take a few deep breaths. Right. I mean, those things really work. They do. Work. It just it helps you give that. Get that pause if you can remember to do right. it. Right, um, You know, and and one of the best mindfulness things I think you call it mind body bridging. Is uh -huh, that it? Uh huh. Um, where you you know you have like something like worry it's stones or beads right. or something or even you know rubbing your your index finger with your thumb, just something that you can focus on to take your mind out of uh, your mind, right. so you can focus on something bodily and tactile. And then if you're focused on that, it takes sort of diffuses and changes well, the it, circuitry in your brain. So what it actually does right. is it, it allows you, because you are not feeding and fueling the anger, mm -hmm. and your body is just in your mind, you're right. now engaging your mind to something that's distracting, your mind knows in that situation that you no longer need to the, fear. The threat is gone. The threat is gone. And it allows what what they call the executive function. Uh -huh. So you so you suddenly have accessibility to your rational brain, and that's that's really what that does. Because the rational brain can override yes. your, your lizard brain, where all that survival stuff lives. Right, right. But you have to push the pause, and you have to somehow change that connection. Right. You have you have to sever that connection somehow. Whether it's feeling something tactile, whether it's noticing and observing and taking a couple of breaths counting to 10, whatever it is, once you do that, your brain says, oh, this isn't sure. an emergency. Yeah. This isn't something I have to deal with right away. And now you have thought available to you that you did not have before. Yeah. And I think, you know, like anything, it's just, first of all, recognizing that that anger is about to come out. Right. And then thinking, okay, what am I going to do with this? Can I, I don't want to, I, I hate to use the term distract myself, but can I focus elsewhere? Right. To right. sort of diffuse that a little bit. Right. Um, so... Just to summarize again, um, everybody's angry. It's probably right to be angry. It's okay to be angry. Um, I don't say right, but okay. It's okay to be angry. Um, don't be angry with yourself for being angry. <laughs> right. But there are things you can do to make sure that it doesn't cause you harm, others harm, long-term, short-term. Right. Um, well, I think, so. I think the question is, what do you do with the anger? Right. And as long as you, as long as you can make a conscious choice of what am I going to do with this anger, right. now the, the anger is no longer at the helm. You are at the helm, and that's what you Very want. Good. And so the just one thing for me is notice, notice when you're getting angry. Um, and and since that would be obviously the first step, I would say 
Can you push pause? Can you push pause? So if you're looking for health and fitness coaching, look for me at bradsterns.com. And if you're looking for business coaching, you can find me at lisasterns.com. And both of us have books out. My book can be found on Amazon. It's called The List Is Not Enough. And mine is on uh, Amazon, Amazon as well. It's uh, No Limits, Optimal Natural Muscle Building. And I will we'll sort of announce that we're sort of doing a pivot here and becoming more mindfulness baits in our coaching and we're going to do a joint venture here that we will be launching very very soon we'll be talking about some more and so until next time this has been just Just one one thing. thing